And, and you know what? A hundred years ago, our country fought the British that we could make our own laws, control our own borders, say who, how our money is spent, who comes in the country. And now, a hundred years after that, we are little playthings of Brussels. Okay. Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. That's what you change the law, it'd be too late. Well, no, I don't it's, think it's, it's too late. It is now. It's, it's, completely it's getting worse, but I, I think it's recoverable at the moment. It's recoverable at the moment because it's been a very sharp and large influx of uh, foreigners into Ireland. But these people can be, they can come in and they can go out just as quickly. There's a book called uh, The Lost Revolution. It's about Sinn Féin, the Workers' Party about the influence of cultural Marxism in Ireland in the 80s and 90s, about this ideology took over this party, it became, went from nationalist to internationalist, from, uh, and then became a Marxist party. And it's all about, it's not about the working class anymore, it's all about the working class. It's about these middle yeah. class people who want to talk about, oh yeah, but, um, my, my Johnny's uh, gender fluid, uh, like as if they're oppressed, and there they are, they're sitting in like, a two million pound house in Sandyford. Yeah, it's full of woke crap. Yeah. And it's mm. dangerous. It's based on cultural self-hatred. Now, I'm brought up in Derry and, Derry and Donegal. We were actually brought up with this cultural superiority complex that we were proud of being Ireland. We were proud of our language, our dance, our music, our, our games, our poetry. And we were the bee's knees and the world need, needed plenty of us. We had lots to be proud of and we should celebrate our own culture and be proud of who we are. We should also have our own na nation state and national democracy. At the minute, it's all about dissolving Irish culture, everything that makes Ireland unique, Ireland special, and that we want to dissolve the Irish nation, become part of this great mass of humanity, which, which is grey, which is pasteurised, which is mon monotonous. and. Uh, well, if they believe in diversity, well, they believe, seem to diverse everything apart from diversity of opinion and diversity of nationality. We should be proud of who we are as a people, and we should also think that we are good enough to make our own laws and control our own country, because the country in the last 15 years has been ruled by people who believe our country is best ruled by people elsewhere, by mm. people whom we don't elect, and to whom we even pay massive money every year to be members of the European Union. And I believe I'm completely opposed to that. It doesn't make sense. And like England had the right idea in getting out. And people would say, ah, that's a stupid yeah. idea. But why? Why is it a stupid idea? Because like that, we can make our own decisions. We won't have pandering governments. And, you know, they look after their own people because that's where their money's coming from. And that's where their productivity is coming from and all, you know? Not not ignoring them for all these entities outside like fucking Facebook and all, or fucking Microsoft and all, they all come in, they build up a community, then they find taxes cheaper somewhere else and then they just abandon it. And then you have loads of people out of work and you've abandoned buildings. And it happens here and it's going to happen here. You know, it's all great at the moment. Really? No, it's, it's gone. It's gone completely chaos. Ireland, I think it's too late for Ireland. No, I, I think there's better time yet. That uh, I certainly believe that Irish people are good enough to make their own laws. We shouldn't be inferior yeah. or subservient to anybody, be it people in London or in Brussels. No, but Ireland is the yes country. They just go, yes. At, okay. at, at the no minute, problem. yeah. The, yes. go, the no. government in yeah, there, Fianna Fáil, Fianna yeah. Gael, they're all, yeah, they tug the, tug the forelock. Yeah. And, but I'm completely yeah. different. I believe that Ireland should be Irish first. We've had enough of Paddy last. 
We should have the right to make our own laws. And when you look at the money situation with the EU, we've received 44 billion cash from the EU since we joined. But remember, they imposed that private Franco-German bank debt on the Irish taxpayer that was 64 billion. So we're already down 20 billion yeah. in regards to relationship mm. with the EU. They also progged the money for the pension fund, which was 20. 20 billion, so that's a total of 40 billion we're down. And then when, the, when you look at the amount of fish, uh, the value of the fish that they've taken out of Irish waters since we joined the EU 50 years ago, that's 215 billions worth of fish, according to a study on Eurostat by Dr. Karen Devine. So that's 40 plus 215, it's almost 250 billion euro we're down in regards cash with the EU. So I believe we can't afford EU membership anymore. No. It's now we have a, a net net contribution to the EU, was it in 2022, of 1.1 billion euro net. We can't afford that anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got to get out, uh, stop plowing money into people in Brussels, stop taking laws by people we didn't elect and we can't get rid of, and we should stand up our, on our own two feet as a proud people and either rise up by our own genius or fall by our own stupidity, but we should stand up on our own feet as adults, as a mature country, mature nation and decide our own laws. At the minute, I'm completely embarrassed that we've got no proper air force and it's basically done by Britain. We've got no, we've got four boats, a measly four boats for a massive uh, ocean 200 nautical miles west of Ireland and we, we don't have the personnel to, to run the boats out in Ireland. Do you know what? Ireland's great potential because at the minute we get only 15% of all the fishing quota in Irish waters. It's 200 nautical miles west and north of Ireland. We have massive maritime potential and yet 85% of all the wealth which we get out of Irish waters goes to EU boats from France and Spain and Germany and Holland. And that's not right. That should wealth, that massive wealth, should be for the, for the coastal communities of, of the west of Ireland, yeah. not for people in the Czech Republic, which doesn't even have a coastline. Yeah, damn right. But are they going to live? That's the whole problem. Are they going to live? That's the only answer. Well, we all know what the situation is. The only answer is to leave Europe. See, these, these corporations are here because they make a profit, not because they're in the EU. If they get mm. a better deal in Taiwan gone, next yeah. week, they're off to Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, Dell Computers were here years ago. They got a better deal in Poland, and, and they up and left and went to Poland within a few weeks. They didn't own any property here. They rented everything. Mm. And as you said there, they up and left in no time. Yeah. So uh, they're here because we're an English-speaking workforce. We're well-educated. They come here. There's a low corporate taxation regime. They're making money. They're making profit, so they stay here. But uh, mm. but it's not because we're in the EU. If if it was no, just about being money. in the EU, they would be in Germany or they would be in France. They're here because they're yeah, making money. Yeah, it's like um, Amazon. You know, when England left Europe, they left England, you know, and came off to Ireland. And it's due to all the tax they have to pay and everything else, and they're not making money. They didn't go off the oil because they had to. It was just a better offer. Yeah, they get, you know, they're, they're making a shitload of money. Yeah, that's all there is. A better offer. It's nothing about, um, as you said, you know, it's not a, if they went to Germany, they would have went to France. It's a better offer they received. And you can see oil now with all these data halls all over the place. 
Das scattered everywhere. That is destroying the place. Yeah, by by the end of this decade, 29% of all electricity generated in Ireland will go to data centers. It's unbelievable. Mm. We've got to say, look, guys, we more than do your own piece for all these uh, data centers. Like you, as global multinationals, you've got to pay your way. And they're obviously here yeah. because they're getting cheap energy. And we've got to say, you know what? No, yeah, if you want to do that, you have to generate your own electricity or go actually even better, go to another country because it's taken up far too much of our energy. And I am sure this year, because we've taken all these wind, windmills or turbines, which yeah. are intermittent in their ener energy production, that I bet the, the, it won't be long until there are energy blockouts in Ireland because there's so many people looking for more energy all the time. You have these data centers and uh, we're, we've gone for energy which is intermittent, like wind turbines, and it's a very silly choice. Yeah, yeah, just uh, on a different subject. The Gary, um the legislation passed anyway, they've been given their body cams, yeah, the use of body cams. And they already have, they want facial recognition. Have you seen that? Why do they need to have facial recognition on body cams? I think that'd be a good it's thing. It's a load of bollocks. Why should we have facial recognition? No, because when you think about it, it's the place is full of immigrations as there is, you know, and nobody knows who they are. So when surely if they come across to the body cam, nah. they'll be nah. like, fuck that, sort out immigration so we don't have to suffer the consequences of it. We don't need facial recognition on fucking body cams. Well, would that bother you though, if it was? Nah. So yeah, if you were walking me, towards yeah, uh, a member of the Garda, and they said, oh, this is oh, much like, Fuck you, what's your name? You know, you know, you know that uh, it's not going to bother you, though. Where should it bother me? Because they're not going to turn around and say, oh, my God, here's Matthew walking across the road. It's not going to bother nah, you. No, 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 it's too well, much. It will help it's you. too much. They don't need it. It's not necessary. Well, I, for, for ourselves, like, we believe in a free people in a free country. And that the mm. way there should be strong external borders, uh, that we know exactly how many people are coming into a country, do they have a criminal record? Can they contribute to Irish society? And if they can't contribute to Irish society, unless we need them, unless they can show that they have no criminal record, they don't get into the country. Simple yeah. as that. Mm. So you've got to have strong yeah, external so borders. Like, you know, and those who are here, unvetted, who have contributed nothing, who are welfare junkies, who want to live off the taxpayer like parasites, should be expelled. They should be deported back to the safety of their own country, where they can look after themselves and their own family. Yeah. But the, at the minute they're coming in, they're getting free housing, they're getting free medical care, free education. Sorry, we're not here. It's down to the government. We're not here, yeah. It's not the Irish people's responsibility to house the world. No. Right? It's our responsibility. No, it's not. But, um, it's the government that's doing it. You know, as I said, um, everybody needs a bit of help. Like, the social welfare is too kind. It's absolutely too kind to the public. You know, I always said, look, if you don't get a job in six months, you should be kicked off. Now, unless you have health problems or any medical problems, that's okay, that's fine. But if you're healthy and you're claiming job seekers allowance, if you're claiming job seeker allowance for more than six months, there's something wrong with you. You know, um, you need to get up off your ash and you need to get a job. And as I said, in the first month, just say you get your 200 um, euros. Is it 200 euros for a job seeker? Or has it gone up? I don't know. Just say 200 euros. The following month is going to be 150. The following month is going to be 100. Then you're just going to get kicked off. It's going to take yeah. you off. Well, there there to has say. to be an incentive to encourage people to work. 
Because actually, yeah. I remember a taxi driver saying to me, uh, I was going in, we are having a party meeting, and it, it says, like, it's for working, it's to encourage working people. Because why, like, oh yeah, I was in TV3 there, Virgin Media, the Tonight Show there a few years ago, and I was on with Leonie Rada, who was a Sinn Féin one, and she talked about equality and rights, equality. I said, well, what's, what's right, uh, what's just about you have two families, and one family you have a man who gets up early at seven o'clock every morning, gets his kids up to go to school, goes off to work, works hard all day, comes back, to, he works to provide and look after his family, to provide for his family. Next door there's another man and their family, and he has never worked in his life. Uh, works a waster, he's completely healthy, but he's refused to work. He's never worked, doesn't want to work, and yet the two families have the same income because of social welfare that the guy who doesn't work yeah. they get the same money the same income they get free housing free health care and yet the guy next door may even be worse off because by the time he pays his mortgage and pays any health care he may be w worse off and that's not right that someone who works is worse off than someone who doesn't work and they really we have to tune any the welfare system that we have in Ireland to incentivize work and uh, reward merit and uh, yeah. being, we want a, an independent people independent of the state not not dependent on the state so we're for a free people in a free country not a dependent people uh, because that just makes yes. us little minions of the of, of the big state or whatever and it's not good and it doesn't make people free work helps to give people dignity and being a work shy yeah. waster, refusing to work, does not contributing to to society, should not be encouraged. Mm, true. Yeah, that's what I said. Like they won't stop unless they take away from them. It's letting them sit there and just scrum the dole really pisses me off. Like it really pisses me off to a high standard. Like yeah, people who work should be rewarded uh, for the for the with the but fruit of their labours, and it shouldn't all go to the state. To give to people from Somalia and uh, what else, yeah. Albania and Georgia, all these like some of them are safe countries, and then people who refuse to work, who are completely healthy, able-bodied, even well-educated, but don't want to work because they realise that they're better off on the door, and that's just on not door. on. A friend of mine bought a new house, brand new house up in City West in Tala. Right? He thought, I said, oh, congratulations on the new home, you know. He, a couple of months into it, he said it was the worst thing that he ever done in his fucking life. He said he struggles to make ends meet. He goes out once a month with his partner. He goes out for dinner. And it doesn't matter how much he's enjoying himself. The max they have is two drinks. They can't have a thought. They can't afford it. So they have to leave the pub. It doesn't matter if, like, if the, a, a good band came on or whatever. They have to leave the pub. But the person next door beside him sitting in the pub all day, you know, not working. That's not right. Get his pa um, rent paid. That is not you right. You know, um, sometimes they have a barbecue and they're drinking out the back garden and, uh, you know, they come mental and he's like, I'm not for walking anymore. But they don't care. These people do not care. There's something deeply wrong with a political system or a welfare system which encourages that. That is a take society which is going take to go down the tubes. Yeah, but Brian, yeah, Brian I would take it off them. Take it off them, right? Everyone is human. Like, we all have fucking, as we're talking about people's freedoms, you have freedom to take what the fuck you can get in life. 
no, as long as they're giving it, if you have them more, it, people are gonna fucking take it. Why would they yeah, work every day, pay a mortgage, blah blah blah, just to have the same fucking stuff? Why? Why would you do it? Yeah, but if you take, look, it's all dependent, right? Who the person you are, right? But if you're not gonna take money off somebody, they're gonna continue staying on the dough. Like, like, but if you take it off them bit by bit, they're gonna have to get up and go. go but like you have to get them yeah, a, um, yeah. an option. If you take 50 quid off them, that person's just going to do with 50 quid less. People you're talking about are not going to get a job. There's no incentive. Yeah, but oh, what I'm saying to you is take it off them bit by bit till they have not. Illegal. You're no. in your country, you have a right to wealth. If you haven't walked, if you haven't walked a day in your life, you haven't paid any taxes to this country. You're probably not going to be good you at know, any job. You don't have and a fucking right, you lazy little What job is that person going to do? And what, what job is that person going to be good at? If they've never worked in their life, because the government has allowed that, they've made that path easy and they've made it hard for. But look, how, here's one for you, right? I was at a job that I swear to God I walked. I think it was a day and a half, right? And I was, I was getting less money than I would have gotten the social welfare, but I stuck it out. You know, I said no, I'm sticking it out, and I came full time to the job. You know, sometimes in life, you know, you don't have to do the job that you love. But you have to have a bit of fucking respect for yourself and wake up in the morning and do a bit. Well, I tell you what, I remember when I was 16, one of my first adult jobs was working on a fishing boat out of Greencastle. It's called the Carrig Bui, uh, fishing for salmon. And I remember we, well, uh, well, put it like this, I had to work like a dog and throwing out a mile and a half of monofilament nets uh, and getting caught in heavy seas. You get your, sometimes you get your hands ripped to pieces, which I did. And uh, I could hardly even open the door. And I says to me, Dad, Dad I, I'm going to have to quit this job because I can't even, I can't even lift the door handle. Mm. He says, you're not quitting. And that was the last. He says, you're going to do it for the summer and you're going to do it for the summer. So that was the, mm. it's all about values as well, about not quitting, about working, about the importance of work, about being free, earning money for yourself, not being dependent mm. on the state, having pride. Uh, in yourself 100%. and uh, it's all very important and that was the lesson my father taught me no you said you're going to do it so you're going to do it you're not quitting you're going to work and you're not going to go on the dole you're going to work and uh, like that should be the same for all society people should be encouraged and incentivized to work to provide for the family and to be free of dependence on the state as I said we want uh, independent people not in an independent country not a dependent people and a subservient country. Mm. Two very different visions of life and political life, and uh, they're very, very different. But there should definitely be an encouragement for people to work, and they shouldn't just be encouraged to be dull junkies no. and be dependent but on the state. That's right. for sure. Uh, as you say, there you had a fighter to encourage you to give you drive and all that, yeah. But a lot of kids don't have that. They don't have a fighter, and yet we don't want teachers getting involved with kids' upbringings and whatever, like. Well, you don't want teachers getting involved so much as they are now. Like you say, leave it to the parents. But you've got single parents. They've got maybe four, five, six, seven kids. They can't dedicate that time. What's the solution for that? See, the solution, the like, as I said, like, and I said again, like, when they're on family allowance, that's fine, right? So a single mother with a couple of kids, you know, who's struggling, that's fine. You know, but she should be educating her kids to turn around and say, look, 
You can make something of your life. She's keeping them alive. You know, you can go out and get the quali- There's qualifications on, like in the social welfare that you can do for I'm free. I'm saying, Brian, she's Electrician. too busy keeping. Electrician. She's too busy keeping them alive, getting them up, bringing them to school. Everything a mother has to do to bring up fucking four, five, six yeah. kids to give them the drive. Look, she might try every now and again, but that kid knows she's got about three minutes to waste on this before she's to go and make the dinner. So it's a waste of time. I'm saying, what's the solution for them kids? Well, I'm sure the God, right? I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I'm sure the God that these kids have uncles. No, you know, and saying like, just say for me, Brian, can you speak to your nephew, please? Or I don't have to come to speak to him. He's he's um, acting out in skill. He's Paul Murphy. He doesn't want to get out out the door. He doesn't want to work. You know what? What is what is a single fucking mother that has nobody no Grandfather,なんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなんなん
Ryan Turbody, yeah. yeah. Fucking Pat Jesus the Christ, little panda and bitch. <laughs> I think if more people look at parties like yours, and I'm being honest, if they look at parties like yours and go, they're for free speech, put an oil in force, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing to do. Because looking at your party, and I have done, it's all for bringing people in uh, the right way. But just not, not the way it's happening now. Not the, the, order, not the way it's happening now. You can't have uncontrolled numbers of people coming into yeah. the country. You yeah. can't have unvetted immigration. You don't know people's history, the cr criminal record. Yeah. Uh, yet we're for immigration if, it's, if they have skills that contribute to Ireland. Yeah, uh, exactly. And we can take in the numbers that we need for the... The, the lack that we have in jobs or whatever. But, and we only want people who we know who are good for the country, who don't have a criminal record, who are not going to live off the taxpayer like parasites. And yes. if they're good and they're law-abiding people, they're well-behaved, they've got skills that we need, of course we'll take them uh, when we need them. But, yeah. uh, but ultimately, it should be Irish people should come first. This is Ireland. It's our homeland. It's not an economic hostel. And if we need a lot of labour, well, we've got a huge diaspora around the world. I think it's 70 million people around the world claim Irish parentage. There's hundreds of thousands of people in Canada, in Britain and Australia who would love to come back to Ireland. Yeah. They've got, they're well-educated. They love Ireland. They want to come back to Ireland. Well, why don't we help these Irish people abroad to come back and to contribute to Ireland, uh, where their family are, the country that they love, and they can really, they're well educated, they can contribute, and that's what we should be encouraging to come back to Ireland if we need workers in Ireland, not people from Somalia and Albania, as I said. Well, look what happened in Limerick there. Well, it's a month ago now where a girl from Romania was stabbed to pieces by an Afghanistan, an Afghan guy who came in actually when the country was locked down uh, I believe in October 2020 the country was in a uh, uh, level five lockdown where you couldn't drive five kilometers from your home and yet this guy could seemingly come in from Afghanistan walk into Ireland well he just murdered uh, a woman and it just shows that a multi like not all cultures are the same not all cultures value woman like our culture and uh, they have a completely different view. Look at what happened there in Sligo. That was about two years ago, where those two gay men were actually beheaded and castrated uh, by a guy who's an Afghan Kurd uh, and uh, another Af is Islamic jihadi, just like the one uh, that head case up in Dundalk as well, who killed the, the Japanese guy. Like, not all cultures value human life the same. They don't all value... Uh, the rights of women, as uh, as we do, and taking in these individuals from these cultures isn't a very good idea. A multicultural society is a low trust, high friction society, mm. and you're better off with a national culture which is high trust, low friction. It works much better. It's much safer, and people are more relaxed and. Uh, well, what's wrong with Irish people having our own country Nothing. and uh, celebrating our own culture and rising by our own genius and falling by our own stupidity? Yeah. I think we need to bring mm. back pride in Ireland and our cultural achievements that we have already and the possibilities that we have in the future, which are immense. And yeah. uh, we need to have more pride in ourselves, in our as individuals. And like, uh, is there anything about the, the sports, about the MMA, about guts over fear? 
Because I do think that also even pride in ourselves as individuals and being strong, being fit, being strong for young men. I used to do the hurling and the football mm. and I would train pretty, uh, pretty seriously. I was a good athlete. Uh, my kids do it as well. Two of them are very good at, at the camogie. And uh, they, like, they have pride in themselves. They go out, they practice, they train, they get stronger, they get fitter. Like all, all that, a culture like that is very healthy, yeah. literally and metaphorically. It's, it's good not only physically, but it's good for society and it's good socially as well. And we should encourage things like that. But uh, Ireland, Ireland has lots to be proud of, but we've got lots of work to do at the minute because culturally we are at, a, are at a, a difficult situation, but we can, I believe the country is recoverable. We can... Uh, make it better for Irish people again and helping our diaspora back. But it's, done, it's not in a strong position at the minute, but it can become better. But we have to get all shoulders to the wheel. Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. No ads, no subscription fees. And no filter. Available on all major podcast platforms now. Follow on Twitter at Guts Over Fear IE.